so this is it's going to be something that manifesting generators with an emotional authority might be able to understand um, so I've got a 6-2 profile as well role model hermit or hermit role model I can't remember which way can't remember which way it is um, either way it's the same thing right So the emotional authority and the manifesting generator. So, you, so I've got defined sacral center. I've got defined throat and a defined. What is the other one? Sacral solar plexus. And the adrenal is connected to the throat and the solar plexus also connected to the throat so you've got two two sources two sources for the for the motor the motor mouth just yap 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 right so so typically when i talk people are like oh it's just knowledge 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 yeah 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 just all like that right but um, that's kind of like the default state because that's what that's what Mercury prefers the head, the mind not the things associated with the emotions it's too it's too too watery it's too canter it's not quick try making something go quick in water it can go quick on the top of the water, but through the water. Obviously, it's not literal. It's but it's the same. It's just to visualise. Mercury slows down in water. So I've got Mercury in Cancer, and the way that this plays out, I've only really really understood it recently within the last day so I can have a conversation with someone and it can be emotional it can be trying to evoke emotion from me typically if I'm talking to somebody and it's an emotional relationship it's an intimate relationship it can come out it can come across as quite stern quite uh, logic it makes sense it makes sense to me is kind of the kind of the trait I'd associate with it it makes sense to me so it should make sense to you but I think what the other person is sensing is the mercury in cancer and, you, and I've got moon encounter as well. I don't know if that is something manifesting generator six to emotional authority. I don't know if that is true for everyone. Guessing so, right? Maybe the same but different. 
So anyway, the way that manifests for me is the other person is waiting for me to be emotional. Waiting for me to convey some sort of emotion. But Mercury doesn't like that. So that isn't that isn't my default. Like if somebody wants a response right now, it's not gonna be emotional. Unless it's a pre unless it's a pre-thought. Um Unless it's something that has been pre-thought. I am just I'm just repeating something. Or a memory or something, right? But even then that that's still that's kinda just from the mind, it's not from um not necessarily from an emotion or the heart. Which is where they're looking for it. I don't know if that is just the people that I'm dealing with, the people that are around me that are like that. Or if it is, if it is because of the energy, the energy that we give off is telling people what the response should be. Maybe not what the response is going to be, but what to expect. So, so here's something of an example. So yesterday, somebody sent me a really long message and it was all you, 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 you. You, 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 you. <laughs> so I was kind of like, I'm not going to respond. I can't respond. Because I don't feel it. Because it's all you, 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 you. How am I supposed to feel that? So what happened was... Today, I reread parts of it. I reread parts of it. I reread the whole thing, but there were parts of it that stuck out as to the um, what they were detailing the problem as, how they felt, what the how they felt, what the problem was, right? Because all the you, you, you stuff is just you did this, you did that, you did this, you did that. It's, uh, it's accusative. And it may or may not be how they feel. Now, I know this person. And I know that they use guilt and shame a lot. Or they try to make me feel guilt and shame a lot. And I know that... I don't, I don't take that. I don't take the guilt or shame. Because I do not feel it. Now they... They are using 
they're using those emotions to get me to respond they want me to respond in an emotional way so it doesn't matter what they say they could make anything up and just say anything anything to get me to respond with emotion but here's the thing when I do respond and when it's uh, when it's like real when it's genuine as in I've sat down and considered it I've considered the perspective and I respond they may say nothing because they want the they want the big hit they want the big emotion now I'm just this is this is just one one kind of person obviously not everyone is the same but I think it's it may be similar with even just people that you talk to in passing they may be a bit like feel you may be being a bit emotional but they're like where is it do you know what I mean it's kind of like it feels a bit watery but where's the where's the emotion at so for me it can take it takes time for the emotion to be um, processed and felt and communicated it's not, it's not as instant as, rec- as accessing the mind or accessing intuition. Or feeling, feeling in that type of way and expressing it in a logical kind of way. I described it as difficult I described it as being caught between feeling logic and emotion and not being able to distinguish between the three it's, it's sometimes a feeling is just something that you can feel or sense something but you've not responded an emotion is, is a response And logic is, well, logic, 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 right? That just is whatever it is. It's whatever, however you express, you express it in abstract shit. Which is what I do a lot of the time. If people are like, well, that is uh, pretty out there. And so they might even switch off and be like... I'm not interested but I've found a way or I've recognised a way in which uh, that communication with the emotions is a bit easier to manage so I've got my I've got my moon in second house in Cancer and there was an astrologer I was watching giving his perspective on cancer, sorry, moon 
Mercury in Cancer. So I've got Mercury, Moon and Cancer. He was given this perspective on Mercury and Cancer. And he said a lot of comedians have that placement. So they use comedy to express a serious something that could be serious, like political, you know, things like things of that nature that are very dry and very uh, logic. Like you don't really. <laughs> some people would just be switched off, but people can switch on to comedy because it's happy. It is. You know, it's got to be a happy ending, right? It's got to be something funny. Amusement. Why wouldn't you want to ascribe to that? So when I've looked at how me and my my wife, my ex-wife, would communicate more effectively when we were joking. (laughs) When it was more jovial, when it was more joking. When it became serious... (laughs) When it became very dry, it was... Wow, where's your emotion? And I can't say, like, you need to give me time. Because they want the answer now. But the answer that I'm going to give you now is going to be... The serious, the logic, that you don't want. If you want the emotion, it's going to take some time. So that's something that I've noticed that that definitely it's always been there, right? It's always it's something that I've always done, especially about really serious topics. Trying to find the joke in it, trying to make a joke of it, because that's that's how I can more effectively express it. Because of the water, watery mercury. So maybe that is my next job to be a stand up comedian. And now that I've caught my hair, <laughs> wow, I bet that sounded really Mancunian. So this is something that I noticed yesterday. So when I was recording, the voice I'm talking with now, the accent, it sounds quite British, quite southern like Kent it's just outside London but when I listened to it back yesterday it was northern Manchester I used to live in Manchester but I've not lived there for quite a long time so it's weird (laughs) but anyway so that's human design kind of mixed with astrology because it's all the same thing it's just expressed in a different way isn't it and I always find it easier to experience something to experience it to feel it to sense it and then to try and describe it using other expressions so using astrology using human design and I know human design can be a little bit dry because I mean like looking at that fucking diagram and it's like well what the fuck what does that blob mean 
And what does that connection between that blob mean? And what does it mean I've got two blobs with connection to the same thing? Well, the picture is just a representation. It's not really meant to make any sense. It can be like, oh, well, this gate, this gate is called this. But it's like, it's like mystical. It's like, you have to decode it. You got to decode it in order to understand it. But that's one way of doing it. You could just experience it. Experience it, feel it, sense it, have, have some experience, and then go and look and see which area that kind of falls into. And look at your astrology chart, and look at your human design chart. I'd say your human design chart is more about which areas are defined already. Because that's like, um, if it's defined, it's, I guess it would kind of be closed off a little bit. Where if it's, if it's open, it's open to be influenced. So it could mean that somebody is influencing something in that part. It could just mean that you feel more of others. I don't know. It's just a colored blob. Just feel it and experience it and then use these tools to create your story to describe your experience. That's how I see it.